Tim Beers. Woohoo! I'm Jason. And I'm Gary. We're the uh, Portland Tim Beers. We talk a little bit about uh, beer, soccer, and what, skiing, right? Yeah, and whatever else may come up. Yeah. Well, we're back after a few months off. <laughs> Small hiatus. Really no excuse. Just uh, two dudes taking a vacation. <laughs> Drinking hard seltzers. Hard seltzer. Yeah. All the rage. That's what all the kids are doing these days. Apparently. Everybody's doing it. We're going to rename this the Tim Beers White Claw <laughs> Show. <laughs> Everybody's about the White Claw. The Tim Seltzer Show. Tim Seltzer. Well, a lot to talk about, a lot to get to. We did a little uh, 2020 planning session yesterday over at Room 122. Yeah, great place. First time there, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I really like it, actually. Um, kind of shocked where the, the, the location it's in, but... Um, You'd never know it's there unless you actually knew it was there. So it, it's good for, for people to, that go there to let everybody else know that it's actually there. A couple ex-colleagues introduced me to the place. They took me out for a uh, farewell beer as I transitioned jobs. And uh, I dug their hand-selected tap list, as we've been talking about. Yeah, that, that tap list is impressive. So very obvious that he hand-selects the stuff on there and kind of takes some great pride in doing that. Yeah. Um, a lot of one-offs and stuff that you're not going to see anywhere else in the metro area or hard-pressed to see. Yeah, which is awesome to see. So, yeah. We had last night had a beer from Iceland. Yes. Bodega. Re- Reykjavik, actually, right? Yeah. I think yeah. it's like sitting at like 10.2% hardcore <laughs> imperial <laughs> Stout, like uh, you'd expect from me. That's the only way it would survive the trip. That's right. Be high in alcohol content. Well, so pretty tasty and did its thing. And then uh, what'd you had? You had a couple different things. You had a, like a watermelon thing, right? Yeah, I had like a watermelon wheat was the second beer, and uh, it, it was surprisingly good. Uh, actually, liked it. It was refreshing. I'm trying to remember who did that. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not remembering uh, who the beer maker was, which is not good that I'm not remembering that. No, no, weird. Um, what else? We had a, oh, we finished off the night. Yeah, we finished off the night with a uh, Pliny the Elder. Yeah, so they had that on tap, which is pretty fancy. I was going to say, that's pretty unusual to see that on tap. Yeah, so that was uh, pretty tasty. And and then I had a, from Kex Brewing, a... uh, Coffee and cream on nitro that pretty much tasted like a cold brew. No, no, no. Was wasn't that the the Reykjavik beer? What? Kex. Kex? Yeah. I weren't Kex. Oh no, that's Keds. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I th- I'm thinking the Kex is the one uh, is the brewery out of Reykjavik. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to pull up the old Google machine here so that we can log in and see what we had, but it's not working out. Oh, geez. So, 2020, here we are. We had all sorts of good planning stuff for the year set. Um, coming at you guys for 2020, we're going to do uh, all sorts of great stuff. We're going to record more frequently. So, we're going to aim three to four weeks a month 
we'll have a new episode up, kind of like the old school day, season one, season two. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a little bit more on the interview front, but some different stuff. So a lot of the podcasts popping up lately that talk about beer or soccer um, are in places that we traditionally have talked. And so we thought we'd do something a little bit different, offer you listeners something different and some new knowledge. Yes. And so with that, we thought we'd uh, start tonight. There's a lot of buzz on hard seltzers. <laughs> um, I'm a hard seltzer virgin. Never <laughs> had one in my entire life. Man. Yeah. Wait, wait, you didn't like that? Yeah, I just think it's funny you're a virgin. Yeah, well, it's not too funny. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a virgin in a lot of ways. Just not that way. Oh, boy. <laughs> not in the prison way. Yeah. Keep, keep your prison wallet closed, kids. So, uh, yeah, we thought we'd do a little uh, exploratory hard seltzer. So, last night in the show prep meeting, we uh, <laughs> forgot to say who was bringing seltzers. Yeah. So, we have a shit ton yeah. of seltzers so, to drink uh, tonight. And we, we, we are, for this year, we're, we're trying to tone it down a bit on uh, the amount that we test on air. Uh, obviously, we're not uh, starting off that well this year. Um, we were going to try and limit it to two. And it sounds like we've got more than that tonight. What What do you mean? It sounds like we got more than two samples uh, that we're working on here. You think? Could be. I know I got two. Yeah, well, I got four. <laughs> so there's six. <laughs> but two of mine may not be Ooh, alcoholic. They, they may be normal seltzers. They may be like LaCroix. So or... the interesting thing that came up in our 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 planning session last night is um, we were getting to, on the topic of these hard seltzers and Jason looks at me and he goes, you know, I really wonder if you can even tell a difference. Um, if somebody slipped you a LaCroix versus like, let's say a, a white claw hard seltzer, are you going to know the difference? So uh, we're, we're going to test that theory tonight. Yes, we will. Yeah, I can't get into Untapped. Yeah, your, of that. your internet's down. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I just tried to get on on my phone. It said no connection. Huh. Interesting. Well, it might be the Iranians. They might have hacked in. Yeah, they might have. They know we're going to do a hard seltzer episode. That's the last thing they want to screw is our uh, <laughs> podcast, though. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, um... Let's start with that. We'll pause here and then come back at you with some full glasses of hard seltzer. (laughs) All right, we're back. Seltzers in our glasses. You know, the the, the first thing right off the bat when we pour these, they're all clear. They are all clear. And we've got four of them. Uh, one's, one's yellowish. One, yeah, like a milky yellow. And it smelled like color. Fruit. <laughs> and I don't eat fruit. Oh, boy. Here we go. What are you drinking? Are you going left to right, right to left? Uh, I think I'm going to go left to right. All right, left to right. Very effervescent. A lot of cherry. Whew, yeah, a lot of cherry. <laughs> feeling drunk already i'm not tasting any alcohol in that (laughs) isn't that the point of the thing i think 
but uh, I'm definitely not tasting anything. What's the second one? That just tastes like regular seltzer. I don't know. Yeah. That one's got a little bit of sweeter taste to it. Oh, yeah. Second one's definitely got a sweeter taste. Yeah, I'm calling one is... The non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic. Yeah, I'm with you on that guess. It's like LaCroix. Two is cherry as well. Cherry something. And it's got booze in it. What's three? Mango-ish? Yeah. Three is, three is mango. Oh, kick my ass and in the balls. Holy God. <laughs> gag reflex is going to kick in. I want gag, but holy kazuki. You know what's funny about that one, though? Do you like it? Well, I don't not like it, but <laughs> um, I don't love it either. Well, I'm going four. Uh, four is going to kill me. I can tell. Plug your nose. Oh, yeah. Four is not good. It makes four. <laughs> <laughs> two uh, down ciders. Two down ciders. Yeah. Four is not, that's not good. Uh, two down ciders, I, I think you just need to stick with the ciders. It's like watered down cider. And it's not as effervescent. There's not a lot of... No, there's not a lot of effervescence in that one at all. Like, one, the LaCroix thingy, there's a lot of fizz. Two, has some fizz and a little bit of a boozy taste. Three, just a lot of mango. A lot, a lot of going mango. on with that. Now, the weird thing is, is... Like, two, you can almost tell there's some alcohol in it just by maybe the, the extra sugar taste in it. Right. Three, not so much. Yeah, I agree. It's weird. So, what exactly is hard seltzer? Any ideas? Um, no, I could take a big stab at it. All the kids are drinking it these days. Apparently, it's seltzer with fruit added to it, and somehow... They managed to uh, ferment it well, to thing, get alcohol content. You and I were talking about this last night. I mean, it seems like it would be fairly straightforward, right? It's water, gassed, right? So you're carbonating the water. Mm-hmm. I can use a soda stream for that. Yeah. Um, I even, with my soda stream, have a couple like little flavor things I can throw in. Right. Right? And then what would prevent me from sticking some like Grey Goose in there? Some it, vodka. You know what's funny is I think that's how they make it. No, I'm reading this thing here, and it says hard seltzer, spiked seltzer, and sparkling water that's hard is an alcoholic beverage containing carbonated water, alcohol, and fruit flavoring. The water is the alcohol is usually made by fermenting cane sugar, sometimes malted barley, and the alcohol by volume is around five percent. The calorie content is relatively low. So, so it's a low calorie drink. So they're malt or they're fermenting cane sugar and malted. And one of the sites that I was doing on was looking at this thing on yeah. was saying that because it's a malted beverage, the tax rate is lower than if it was a distilled beverage. Ooh. So that's why a lot of people are chasing this thing. Interesting. Right. And it seems like it's really quick to make. Right. I mean, I can I can pump out with yeast. Ferment some cane sugar, call it good, and yeah, seltzer some water up. That's pretty easy. Yeah. So there you go. And it sounds like it's a consistent five percent. It's not like you're going to get any harder than that. 
I don't know if anybody out there makes harder than a, a 5% hard seltzer, but um, I'm kind of seeing across the board, everybody's like right at that 5%. Oh, yeah. So that uh, guy that had the cider place downtown that shut down that all those Antifa guys yeah. were hanging out at? Yep. Um, he's no longer open. And the thing that he initially claimed was that, or at least people alluded to the fact that part of the reason he shut down was because of all of the uh, Joey Gibson people and all that stuff. And later on it came out that, no, actually it wasn't that. What killed him was this hard seltzer thing. And <laughs> what and what killed him with that is he was competing for shelf space with these hard seltzer things, but they're taking up a third, roughly, of the shelf space. Yeah. And so you've got Budweiser, you've got Coors, you got a few microbreweries that have some spots, and then now White Claw and all this seltzer stuff is taking up huge chunks of real estate. Right. So what is what's that doing to the cider guys? Just shrinking their space. Oh yeah, it's shrinking their their uh, their space. Yeah. So this the, is, the weird thing is they're not taking it just away from beer. They're getting cider. They're they're taking shelf space away from everybody on this stuff. Yep. It's nuts. Well, what do you prefer here? What's your favorite so far? Beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. Uh you know, I don't know. I think number two so far has kind of been the tastiest. You think? Yeah. I'm looking at a recipe here. It says, how to make hard seltzer at home. This is Adventures in Home Brewing. Mineral water containing Epsom salt and magnesium, sodium bicarb, three pounds of corn sugar, and then... Uh, fermentus Safe Ale USO5 Dry Brewing Yeast, so dry yeast. Yeah. And then a fining agent, uh, Cheetosan, Cheetosan. It's made of cell, shellfish, so Cheetosan, and that'll clear everything out. Right. So it's gelatin finings. Yeah. And then five ounces of priming sugar to prime the thing. So interesting. Huh. Flavoring's optional, and you can use flavoring oils. Hmm. I think you almost have to flavor it, in my opinion. Why? Then it'd be a hard Perrier. Straight seltzer water? I yeah. drink that all the time, dude. Perrier. That shit's nasty. What? Oh, I hate the taste of it. I love it. I love to la- like lather myself up in it. Yeah, you're not. You just you're like when you go somewhere over in Europe, you're that bubbly water guy that just eats that up. Dude, it was like all the water just yeah. comes autopilot. Like on gas, and I'm like, yeah, and it's nasty. So this looks pretty easy to make. What do you think, Tim Beers? No, hard seltzer. I'm I'm making them. I'm drawing a line. Really, it's home brewing. I won't do it. It's sugar, safe ale yeast, some fining agents. We use all of this stuff. No, I know we use it all, but this is not touching my stuff. Why? I don't like it. You don't like it? Nope. But the chicks dig it, dude. The chicks dig the long ball. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. The first one's good. It's not even alcohol. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that first one either. A lot of cherry in that one. So, interesting. Well, so... I, I gotta say, though, that White Claw is pretty damn smooth. Which one? The number three. It's the mango one, dude. Yeah, but it, the, the rest of the taste of it, it's just a smooth taste. It's not like this... I don't know. Weird aftertaste like all the others are having right now. I think it's got... The third, the fourth one's the one that's fucking nasty. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I kind of, uh, I kind of like don't like either of them. There's like a weird sweetness in it. They all have that weird underlying seltzer taste that I just can't stand. Uh, well, we give it a try. It's nothing I'm going to hang on to. <laughs> You're not going to be popping down seltzers later on? I'm throwing in the towel. Back to Abyss <laughs> I go. <laughs> Jesus. It's Abyss and nothing else, baby. Yikes, that's a hell of an extreme. Seltzers to Abyss? Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Especially your abyss. So, yeah, a good segue. So, my abyss, <laughs> after a few delays, uh, has been brewed. It was ready to rock as far as uh, being bottled right around Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, it sat in the fermenter up until <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> January 5th. And I kind of forgot that I had the oak satchel. I mean, I knew I had the oak satchel in there, but I was like, eh. Yeah. How big of a deal could it be? Oh. And so I cracked the top of that fermenter yesterday and got all primed and ready to rock. And I'm like, holy balls, there's a lot of wood in here. <laughs> like a lot of wood. <laughs> this is abyss with extra wood. You and should what, just call it into the woods. I'm going to call it boner. I because mean, it is pure <laughs> wood. So, so. Rock <laughs> solid. That's right. Look into the eye hole abyss. So wow, um, yeah. So uh, bottled that up. I uh, got about a case and a half of liter bottles with that. A couple little spare, smaller bottles for sampling later. So how was the cleanup after leaving it in there that extra time? Uh, there was a big turd thing at the bottom. <laughs> so so the deal is is when you when you go to so there's a couple different thoughts. I haven't bottled in a while. Probably yeah. last year at this time. And so in the old days, we just did throw corn sugar into the bottles and or uh, when we had Mr. Beers, right? You drop the little tablet into the yeah, bottom of them. Yeah. Um, but really, the, the best way to do it is you boil out some corn sugar, a cup of water with three quarters of a cup of corn sugar, boil it out, pour it in, and then slightly stir. Well, I couldn't get the trub off the bottom <laughs> to come out the uh, <laughs> valves because it sat so long and like turned in cement. So I was like, shit, I can't dump that out. And then I really can't stir that great. So right. uh, so I did the best I could. But the funny thing is when I stirred even a little bit more aggressive, nothing was moving because it's <laughs> cement at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turned out I had a couple like pieces of free-floating wood in there. <laughs> no idea where that came from. Which is crazy because you didn't have a hole in your satchel, right? No, the bag was freaking intact. So <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I could think of was like, Something caught in one of the folds or something when I tied it. But yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It, so, transferred it over. Again, case and a half of straight abyss. And then mixed it with the Black Widow I had left from October. That's been sitting at like 40 degrees. Yeah. And so did 50-50 bottles of that. So blended it out 50-50. So I think that'll be the interesting one to see how much that killed some of the wood. Yeah. Right? So it'll be interesting. I think it'll be tasty. I think it, the wood one's going to need to sit a while. Yeah, that's an aging beer. You think so? I think so. I think I'm just going to yeah. try to drink one straight off and see what it does. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because <laughs> I know how intense some of those flavors can be, like fresh out the bottle. Right. right. They can be brutal. Yeah, I don't know. It's... uh. 
It was strong. Like I said, I popped the top on that get bad boy, and I'm like, holy but, you know, But I will say, some of the best beers that I've made, the initial taste right at the initial bottling was like, oh, God, this is horrible. Right. And then they mellowed out, and they aged nicely, and they tasted really good. So um, you got that going for you. Yeah, well, I took the feedback of the state fair judges who said, hey, you need more wood. And so... <laughs> I had a little bit more wood, more wood, about a month and a half's worth. So, <laughs> That's so, classic. Yeah, well, here we go. I just got got tied up doing other stuff. Went to Sun River, got the new job, doing my thing. Didn't have time to bottle. And as long as you don't crack that seal, yeah. things were fine. Then you're fine, yeah. I'd, uh, I kind of did a similar thing with uh, the Christmas ale that I did this year for uh, Christmas presents. Yeah. Um, it sat a little extra length in the, the fermenter, the, more than I wanted it to. Uh, but it seemed to, to help it out. Um, I bottled up 28 bottles of it. Oh. I gave away 25 bottles of it. Oh. Uh, so I've got three left. Um, so far, the initial tastings have been good. Yeah, people are liking it, so digging it out. Um, so that going back to room one twenty two, yes, Bodega Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout was by Bodega Brewing. So that's a new brewery that's opened up in Portland or has been open, but we got limited information on their website. Yeah, um, that coffee and cream was by Kex. Yeah, um, Kex is the one that's out of out of Iceland, Reyk- Reykjavik. Yeah, and then I swear to God, oh, we had Pliny last night. That's right, and, we had Pliny, and then I had. Uh, um, better and something. I don't remember what you had. Something. It was a weird stout. It was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it wasn't a stout. It was that uh, dark lager. Oh, that's that's right. It was dark yeah. lager. Yeah. So and then over the night before, we were at Pacific Growlers making our growler rounds. Black Butte Thirty One and <laughs> Abyss Two Thousand Eighteen. <laughs> Glutton for punishment, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, pull he, it big. He's trying to prep his liver for dark arts. Yeah, dude. I'm in training. This is like the Olympics, <laughs> yeah, dude. freaking nuts. I'm going to run the table at dark arts. <laughs> and when I say run the table, that's not drinking all the beers. That's literally getting <laughs> on the getting tables up and, and running, running across them. the top yeah. of the table. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, um, so, yeah, Black Butte 31 and uh, Abyss 2018 18. was on. But then a few nights before that, I tried the Abyss Old World there as well because they had that. Yeah. And that's that new specialty Abyss they've got. Yes. Um, and it was good. And it wasn't too bad at all. So kind of dug that. But, yeah, lots of lots of beer drinking going on. Yeah, the darkest beer I did that night was Coco Cow. Oh, that's right. You did the Coco Cow. Yeah. yeah. On Nitro, right? Yes. Sun River Brewing, yeah. Coco Cow. Fantastic on Nitro. Milkshake in a glass. Yes, it is. But, well, I'd take all those beers over this held sil- hard seltzer crap. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm not a big fan of this stuff. And we still have one more to go. We have a grapefruit one. I can't drink it. We have to. No, I can't. No, we have to. Like, physically, I cannot drink anything with grapefruit in it. Why? Because of the meds I'm on. Really? Yep. What if it's artificial grapefruit? Uh, I don't... I, if it has any derivative of real... Grapefruit? Grapefruit. Can't do it. Huh. I'm looking at this one that you brought. 
water, apple. Oh, it's apple wine, pineapple yeah. juice, passion fruit juice. Passion fruit. Yeah, I, I tried to make sure that whatever I brought, it didn't have any of that in it. Any and this mango that. one is made pure. Pure. Pure mango. Pure. Doesn't say what it's been made with. <laughs> but it's gluten-free. Crazy. With a hint of mango. That's why everybody's loving it. It's mango. And it's gluten-free. We should have the grapefruit. No. <laughs> you can. I got one that's well, lav- well, lavender as well. <laughs> Hell no. You're trying to kill me. <laughs> hey, so at work we got this uh, donation of uh, paper products, like toilet papers. And yeah. And uh, one of the things that came in was lavender-scented toilet paper. Oh, man. If I was working there, I would have been done in right there. Yeah, would have been so I have a warehouse full of lavender-scented toilet paper, That's my friend. just crazy. With your name on it. I was like, hey, Gary needs some of this. I'm no. going to wrap this up and put <laughs> <No>. it <laughs> Sitting on the shitter, and all of a sudden you swell up. <laughs> you swell up and fall over. Like, what the yeah. hell happened to him? Yeah. yeah, he wiped his butt with uh, lavender, lavender toilet, toilet paper. It'd be like the perfect like CSI thing. Right? It would. Yeah, yeah it's like, you're we... dead on the toilet. They have no idea why. No idea why. They're like, did somebody roofie him with grapefruit <laughs> white cloth? No, we don't sense that at all. <laughs> we can't find anything in There's your system. There's nothing in here. There's just nothing. There's no like anything. God, that's brutal. And it was lavender scented toilet lavender paper. Lavender toilet paper. <laughs> nice of me. <laughs> Who needs enemies when you got friends like me? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's uh, press pause, come back, and we'll uh, talk a little bit about upcoming brew festivals, including dark arts. All right. Well, that was a little Ooh. entertainment there. Yeah, that was So, some blind taste tests. So from, again, Deb came in and uh, tried the seltzers. Yeah. Did not like the <laughs> Seek Out Two-Town Cider one. That seems pretty consistent across the board tonight. Well, I think if you go in thinking it's seltzer and it's fruit juice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just totally different. Different uh, take on it. And then, like the mango, it said, that would be great on a hot day supping. She did. And then the black cherry, she thought, tasted like cough medicine. No, that was Cam that time oh. that was tasting like that. But she didn't necessarily like it either. She didn't like, no, she didn't like the taste. Interesting. Well, there you go. And then, oh, we didn't do the grapefruit, so. Yeah, we didn't do the grapefruit. Grapefruit, I'll say, for a day supping. Yeah. It could yeah. be about three months. <laughs> or Maybe more. Four. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, Dark Arts. Got a couple beer festivals coming up here pretty quick. And Dark Arts is one of those. You and I are going to Dark Arts. Yeah, that's just around the corner. Um, we have a place to stay. We have tickets. Uh, Tim's still looking for a ticket, so any listeners out there that happen to know of a ticket, our buddy Tim, our mascot, looking for a ticket. <laughs> Tim the mascot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that'll be fun. But I thought we'd go through the upcoming brew festivals coming up. Uh, Dark Arts is the 15th of February, day after Valentine's Day. And we've got a couple others coming up. So the St. John's Winter Beer Festival is coming up here, not this weekend, but next weekend. And it looks like Stormbreaker and some others are going to be there. 
Um, Brewing at St. John's. So essentially, they are doing 18 amazing winter ales. There'll be the Portland axe throwing is going to be there. That'll be cool. 20 bucks, and you get a tasting glass and 10 tickets. And again, there's only 13, no, there's 18 beers, so you can get about halfway through with uh, 20 bucks. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Hit that. So again, that is uh, January 18th. Uh, what else we got sitting here? I don't really see a lot of others. Looks like the Star Brews Beer Festival. Star Brews, kind of like Star Wars, but Star Brews, um, is on February 15th, as well as Dark Arts. You know what else is on February 15th? No. Zwickle. Zwickle Mania, dude. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yep. They do Portland on the February 15th weekend. Yeah. And then everywhere else is that following weekend, which I think is the 22nd. Right. And we usually do the 15th. Yeah, we usually do the 15th, but not this year, baby. Not this year. Dark Arts took over. Dark Arts. We may not survive. We pulled our lottery. Yeah. So, uh, OBF, July 22nd. There's got to be something other than that. Oh, Twallison Winter Brew Festival, January 25th. Who do you think does that? Twalton Winter Brew Festival. Hmm. Stickman. Stickman, huh? Yeah, Stickman Brewing, 12 to 9, over at Stickman um, at the Twalton Beer Hall. doesn't say how many beers they got going on, but the benefits pro... Uh, or the proceeds benefit Twalton High School. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Third annual Edgefield Brew Fest. June 27th? No idea. This thing's way out of order. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems weird. We're, we're getting, think, like, January and February, but we're not seeing anything March, April time. Here's a March. Pouring at the Coast. Seaside Civic Convention Center. Hey, what is that? Let's click on that. So this is Beer Lovers Won't Want to Miss the 11th Annual Pouring at the Coast Brewfest. Featuring more than 40 breweries, 70 beers, and an expanded selection of food and live entertainment. So the problem with that is that is spring break week. Yes. So, which is great for all the moms and dads running over to Seaside for spring break. But for those of us that go other places, come on. Doesn't work. Nope, doesn't work. So, anyways, all sorts of good stuff coming up. Uh, Again, we are going to Dark Arts. There's no beer list that we know of yet. Um, so we're hoping we get some sneak peeks on something, hearing something coming out of there, and uh, get get our livers prepared for that thing. <laughs> so do, do like six detoxes. Six detoxes. Get it all cleaned up. No way. That way it can handle all that dark arts beer. Yeah, probably. Or just now's the time to just... <laughs> or just drink like a fish on yeah. dark beer. Just run it, baby. Just make it big. So, I don't know. Um, what else we got? So, Timbers. Anything going on with the Timbers? Uh, they just signed their new DP. Yes, they did. <laughs> Which seems to be a contentious point for a lot of people. Yeah, right. I mean, well, the, the contention is, right, do we spend DP money on... On a guy that really hasn't proven himself in other leagues. He's got an escalating contract, not necessarily producing goals, probably producing in other ways. Yeah. Um, but seems to be the sentimental DP, right? We're going to invest money on him because he's brothers with Diego Chara. Um, and so that's cool and we feel good about that. But 
what does that mean for productivity on the field? I don't know. I don't know. If he's, if he's anything like his brother productivity-wise, that's going to be a tough midfield to crack. Yeah, but I have a little brother, and I'm nothing like my little brother. Um, just So just because you have the same blood doesn't necessarily mean you have that well, same work Well, no, ethic. no. But, I mean, he some of his work ethic in in the research that I've seen on it is he's got very similar work ethic so in the in the midfield. So The only thing I've seen is he supposedly can play left side and right side. And all the clips I've seen, he plays right side. All of his goals, everything is right side. So yeah. if we think yeah. we're getting a left-sided guy, that's fine. But all the goal clips that I've seen on right YouTube, side. right side. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying it's going to be bad, but I just don't know if it was worth the DP money. I think we probably spent DP money because of who his brother is. So. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So I sure hope they got something else in the bag for the second one. I mean, we've spent crap loads of money on players that didn't pan out before. Yeah, it doesn't mean we should do it every time. No, no, I totally agree. But, I mean, you just can't tell till they get here and actually start playing. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. Well, and it's ski time, so you and I are taking off, uh, heading to Mount Bachelor here on MLK weekend. Yeah, Sitting baby. Currently, they are 37 inches of snow. Last 24 hours, they've got five inches. I'm looking at a live cam, and the live cam is white out. There's a lot of snow on the nice. ground. So that's bonus. Timberline sitting on 47 inches at the base, 22 degrees, two inches of fresh in the last 20, 24 hours. And Meadows, 24 degrees, five inches in the last 24 hours. Sitting at 44 inches as well. So things are looking good, man. And the forecast for the next week is all wet Ooh. for us down here. So that usually equates to snow in the mountains. We like that. That's good. So that'd be good. Yeah. So um, what do you got in the works brew-wise? What are you brewing? Uh, that's a secret. Secret? Yep. Can't tell it on air. It may get out to the wrong ears. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yep, it's a uh, hard surprise seltzer. beer. So you're brewing hard seltzer? <laughs> no, <huh>? you bastard. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? You're brewing. Oh, you want the recipe for Into the Abyss? No, actually, I can't say. It doesn't matter. Um, I am going to do. No, 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 no. Okay. Don't. I don't want to be the excuse why the secret was leaked. All right. It's your story. I'm going to pretend... You didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to just sit here and drink my mango seltzer water. <laughs> Not really. So, one of the things we're going to do, we're going to do uh, in this year's edition, this year's, what do we call this? Not edition. Uh, season. Season. season cycle. Season, whatever you cycle. want to call it. Yeah. Season. Uh, we're going to break off into YouTube. So, we're going to start a YouTube channel. We're we're gonna try. Yeah, we got it. What the hell? I mean, we'll we'll uh, it's gonna be interesting. See two amateurs trying YouTube for the first time. Yeah, Dude, Debbie gave me a weird look, but I think that's gonna be probably the most laughed at episode. The first one? Oh yeah. Oh well, shit. Go listen to our uh, first podcast. No, that's here. what I'm saying. Yeah. So we decided that. Uh, We'll do little 10-minute clips here or there. Um, 
And I think the first few that we're going to start with, uh, there'll be some interviews and things like that that we build into it. We're going to do some episodes on cooking with beer. So it's a Think Cooking Channel and using beer to come up with fantastic recipes. Yes. So uh, look for that in the next week or so. Um, and we should be live, I'm guessing, on YouTube in the next week. And then with that, we'll do a cooking with beer episode, probably while we're in Sun River for Martin Luther King weekend. Oh, there you go. Cook something yeah, yeah. there. Right. And then... Yeah. Um, yeah, and then post that up there for everybody to see. So, and, and maybe we can get some pointers from our uh, buddies from Beer and Bry. I'm thinking that might work out, but let's see uh, how foolish yeah. we look in the first side. So. <laughs> um, I'm a decent cook, so we'll see how this goes. Um, what else? Anything else you got going, buddy? Mm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, some of the other things that uh, we're going to try to do this year... Um, or maybe a couple road trips. Yeah, yeah. To either breweries or ski areas, and if it's the ski areas, then uh, we're we're gonna try and and hit what the beer scene is for that that ski area. Uh, kind of try and figure that out, how they come up with it, those kind of things. So um, that that's gonna be kind of fun to try and coordinate and put together. The other thing we thought we'd do is instead of focusing on the brewery side, which we've done a lot of breweries and there's a lot of other podcasts that are in brewery interviews, yeah, we're going to focus on the growler side as well <clears throat> and yes. maybe hit some of the growler shops, get their take on what's selling, what's not selling, kind of market trends, whether people are drinking, um, and some of their backstories on how they decided to open up a growler store. So, Yeah, and I think those are going to be really interesting. Yeah, we met an awesome guy at Room 122 yesterday who yeah. agreed to uh, be one of our firsts. So we know Joe and Jay will sit down with us and the folks over at the Growlery, too. So and we'll just kind of expand it out. But I think it'd be interesting to hear how each of those people started and then kind of the struggles they're having and the successes they're having and what sells, what doesn't sell. I mean, all that stuff. So. Yeah. It's a totally different, different perspective on the alcohol industry because you can't just say the beer industry because they're obviously a tap house is serving way more than just the beers right so yeah it's that's uh it's going to be an interesting take i think yeah so that'll be fun and again a little bit different twist than what we've done in the past and uh and so yeah we'll you'll see us at all sorts of different places around the portland metro area and some of these tap houses so Cool. Well, I've got nothing else, buddy. I thought we'd just get on and shake the dust off and <laughs> have a few seltzers to start the new year since we're on New Year's diets. Not really. Yeah. But, uh, trying to lose the pudge. Can't be on a New Year's diet and drink Abyss every night. No. That, no. no. You'd balloon up. But every other night. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> every third night? It, it, in my case, it's going to be like every fifth year. <laughs> It's just abyss. Yeah, exactly. It's got wood. Every fifth year. That's like so, s- chewing on a stick. So Jason's given me two abysses now that he's brewed. Uh, the, la- the His latest one he just gave me. So that's obviously going to sit in the fridge for, you know, 10 years. years. <laughs> um, and the first one he gave me, uh, which is what now, two years ago? Yeah. And it's still sitting in my fridge. So uh, it's not two years; it's a year ago. A year ago, okay. Yeah. So, but it's it was still sitting in my year. fridge. Yeah. 
Um, that one's probably pretty good. We should tap mine open over here. I think mine's going to sit there for five. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Why? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah. See how it ages. It could. You didn't talk about your Christmas beer in depth that you brewed. Uh, I kind of did. You flirted around it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what is to, to go into depth, except it was a... Um, it was a Breckenridge Christmas Ale clone, and then I basically changed everything. <laughs> so it's, it's not a true clone. Um, the, the, the big clone piece on it is just the grain bill amounts and the hop amounts, but I changed what the hops were. I changed what the grain was. Um, I think I even changed what the yeast was because I couldn't find the yeast that they were uh, asking for at the at the time I went to the, the um, store so uh, basically changed it all up and so far it's so good so far it's come out real real well so I'll see if I can actually get one of those bottles to age um, because my beer library is completely wiped out Completely? Completely. There's nothing left from anything that I've brewed before. Well. And that's all because I thought I was moving right away, and I'm actually not moving right away now. So uh, <laughs> you kind of clean out the beer fridge when you think you're moving, and then when you don't, you got to replenish. Hmm. I'm reading this recipe on how to make hard seltzer. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, that's your next challenge. Hey, you didn't say uh, my Christmas present I got you. Um, We've got a couple of those. We got a couple of those so, we can give loyal listeners. So yeah, Jason was doing some experimentation over the holidays, and I am, I believe, the only recipient of a full set of the Tim Beers pint glasses. That's right. Uh, handmade pint sets. And what? Handmade the pint glasses. Yes, handmade pint glasses. Now. He didn't go out and hand blow the glass or anything, but... Um, you said he, blow. He probably would have if he could have. But he he did make the pint glasses with the logos that we've got. We've got three different logos of Tim Beers that are out there that I know of. Um, one with the Tim Beers running guy. And then also the uh, Reed and Rogers crest that sits on top of that. And then we've also got just the regular Tim Beers, the T, and then the Beers uh, logo. But we've got that in black, and we've also got it in green. So I've got the black Tim Beers logo on, on a pint glass. I've got the green Tim Beers logo on a pint glass. And I've got the full Tim Beers logo in color on a pint glass. So I've got the full set. And then on top of that... He got me a um, Anchor Steam Christmas Ale. Yes, for Anchor this year. Steam. Yeah, Christmas Ale. Yeah, and we were there so, as they were making it. We were um, there watching them prepare to produce the beer for this year's Christmas Ale when we were in Frisco. So, which is awesome. Yeah, kind um, of a cool story. So, what we're gonna do probably on one of these future podcasts, um, and hell, maybe it maybe make one of the YouTube channel episodes is do a side-by-side comparison of that beer and the Christmas ale that I made just to see what the differences are. Yeah. 
Well, and I think that and the celebration and all that. So that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that one? Um, that's LaCroix. <laughs> You know, it's funny. It's grapefruit. Um, it better not be. <laughs> or you and I might not be talking tomorrow. It's just um, CPR. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what the, the actual reaction is. It has something to do with statins and uh, statins for cholesterol and then grapefruit because apparently they derive it from grapefruits. Huh. Um, so I guess it just... I don't know if it can kill you, and maybe it could, but apparently it just overloads your system with that kind of... It, it magnifies the statin, apparently, so it can it can mess up your system. So no grapefruit, no lavender for Gary. FYI. So. FYI. All right. Well, let's close this bad boy up. We were all over the board today, a little loose, a little run of this thing. We'll be more organized next week. <laughs> um, Wouldn't be Tim Beers if we were organized. We'll be organized next week. We'll at least have an interview in the hopper. Yes. So we're coming after you, uh, Tilt, and we're coming after you, who else, uh, Unlabeled the Beer Game. Yes, the Beer Game. To get a couple uh, interviews. interviews in the bucket for us. So, And then we'll go from there. So until then, Tim Beers. Tim Beers. Tim Beers.